Hello, listeners. Welcome to Freelance Friday with Vay Casey, a podcast all about freelancing through the experience and opinion of a current full-time freelancer. Today on the show, we got my friend Bradford Martins. He's a uh, photographer and a uh, good friend of mine. We were members at Weld in Dallas. Rest in peace, Weld co-working space R. for I. P. a few years. Yep. Bradford, tell the tell the, the watchers and listeners <laughs> about yourself, would you please? Yeah. Uh, my name is Bradford Martins. Um, I am a mostly destination photographer for weddings. So um do some commercial work, but majority of what I do is weddings. What uh have you always done just wedding stuff, like focus on that and the commercial stuff, or what's Give me a little bit of your like background and how yeah. you got into this stuff. So before photography, I actually um, does this need to stay closer here? Is this here? It's great. It's good? great. Good. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, before weddings, I actually um, was played in bands, mixed records, mostly engineering, mixing, live stuff. Um, so kind of how I started was took a trip by myself to Colorado, uh, met some folks, took some photos, bought a DSLR, um, came back in town, shot a few friends' bands. Um, and then a buddy asked me to shoot his engagement photos and I was kind of like, this is, um, this sounds terrible. Like, this is cheesy. This is eight, nine years ago. And all I knew was just like really hyper saturated, cheesy heart hand symbol stuff like photography. <laughs> Did you do the like desaturated <laughs> with like the like color pops where like just a certain yeah. things are in? Maybe and... even like more sepia than anything. Just like okay, lots okay, of really beautiful, okay. um, really hard vivid vignette. clarity to 100 style <laughs> stuff. Um, and so he asked me, I agreed to do it, did it, had a really good time. And then somewhere in there ended up finding a guy whose work, um, Eric Clausen and found his wedding work. And it was just different. It was storytelling based. Um, it was beautiful. It was fine art. It was sexy. And I was like, I could do this for weddings. Um, I would love to do this. So I reached out and interned with him for about a year. And that kind of like brought me into the wedding world was through that journey. So what? That's cool. I didn't know that. What what? So the in, the process of interning and and reaching out to him. How did you go about that? Like, what was your method of like communicating him to him? What did yeah. you say? <clears throat> All of that. Yeah. So back then, uh, Twitter was the game, <laughs> and uh, he posted on Twitter looking for an intern, and so I'd followed his work, uh, shot him a DM. I was like, hey, you know. Me back then was probably real extra, just nerdy and nice. I was like, hey, man, let me come intern or whatever. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. So we met at like Payway and had a conversation. And funny story enough, actually, when I reached out to him, whatever, um, he was like, hey, meet me at Payway at like noon on a Tuesday. And so I was like, yeah, all right, cool. I'll meet you there. And so he's like, hey, I'll be the guy, uh, the bald guy in a jacket. And I was like, <laughs> This is actually a terrible story. And I was like, I'll be the guy in the wheelchair. Um, and so for what we do to shooting weddings, you kind of need to have, you know, um, legs for that. And so anyways, he told me like later on he freaked out and he was like, I have no idea. Um, I was like, well, I guess I'll just do the meeting and then, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, but then sure enough, I came in and, you know, and he was like, all right, cool. But we met at Payway through Twitter had a great That's conversation funny. and then shot a wedding the next day and it was so you, like you, a start. So you didn't like tell him that you were messing with him until you showed until up. Until I showed up. Yeah. That's a, For some reason in my mind, it was extra funny. And then I was like looking back, I'm like, that was the, that's not funny. <laughs> it's just terrible. So, yeah. So how long did you intern with him for? I interned with him kind of on the books for a year and then we stayed friends for a long time and shot weddings 
um, kind of all over for the next two, three years. But some mine, some his, but for about a year of internship. Okay. Yeah. And was he doing destination weddings too? He was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that was kind of, you did that. And then I guess from there, from there, I guess you started doing stuff on your own freelancing yeah. kind of. Yeah. what? How did you start going about getting your uh, your brides, your clients and that? Yeah. So this, the big start was when I interned with him, whatever, I had shot probably a handful of weddings, uh, maybe five or six, mostly for friends. Um, and so then when I started shooting with him, um, I got access to just all kinds of amazing, beautiful weddings, great planners, um, high budget weddings, shot those. And then about two years into that, after I had my internship, um, Range Finder Magazine reached out and they asked um, me to submit for their top 30 uh, up and comers in the world for weddings. And so I was like, this has got to be a fluke. Um, but I submitted and I won that year. So 2012, I won that award and that kind of like launched into some really cool stuff um, with that. Um, and then just honestly, word, word of mouth is pretty key for weddings. Um, I was on Junebug, did some advertising there, but a lot of it's just word of mouth and most importantly, doing interesting work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about this a bit, a bit, but would you agree that like you should only be showing the kind of work you want to get or what are you, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on, on like the type of work you show compared to the type of work you're wanting to get and how they correspond? Yeah. Um, I think there's a few different thoughts on like that, on showing what you want to shoot and all of that, because I think that, um, if you have access to already, the things that you want to shoot, then yes, keep showing just those things, right? Because you have access to it. If you don't, then your best bet is because it's a job, you have to make money, shoot things and then like show the best version of that thing that you did. Show the best version of it. Um, and then uh, personal projects is the best way to like if if you're shooting weddings or anything really and you're not passionate about what you're shooting, um, then find a way to get your hands on some images and some work that's going to like that you're passionate about. And then just put that everywhere. Yep. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. 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 But also, though, too, I think, like, the perfectionism of it all is kind of, for me, was tough. Because the way I came into it, I came into it very fast uh, because of Eric, because of the exposure from that and the magazine and Rangefinder. So it was like um, I got given a lot of great stuff. And so for me, perfectionism was most of all of what I knew, too, because it was like um, everyone sees my work now. They know it. There's lots of photographers watching, saying stuff. And so... For me, it was almost crippling because, again, photographers and all that, they weren't my clients, but, like, what they thought mattered more to me than anything else. So here I am, like, everything I'm doing, like, I'm just like, oh, well, like, well, is it going to be good? And um, I wouldn't blog. I wouldn't show work because I'm like, oh, it's not good enough for, like, photographers. And that's that mentality is not healthy or good. Like, show what you love. Do what you love. Don't get caught up in the mentality of, like um, – for anybody else beside yourself and your yeah. clients and your couples, clients, it's, couples, whoever. I mean, it's so easy to like get caught up in comparing to like other creatives and what they're doing. And like, you have to get to a point where you just don't really care. What yeah. They think so much yeah. like everybody's paving their own path. Everybody's doing their own thing. Like it's kind of cool if you're doing something nobody else is doing because nobody else is doing it. Right. right. Like, and, and like, even if it is something that somebody else is doing, like, as you're long still as you, yeah, it's you, you're doing it, you're doing it the way you would do it. And like, who cares? Just be true to yourself. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Who cares? You know, like yes. fuck what other people think. I think yes. And I have thoughts on that too, on, on the, on the fuck part, because 
like, yes, but then at some point too, like if things aren't working, then obviously that mentality is not going to work right because it's like you have to like, you have to cater to something like to, to, to some kind of a clientele to some kind of whatever. So it's like, fuck what everybody thinks, but then know what your ideals are and know what right, you're trying to get. You right, know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like, I think, because like I feel the same way. I'm like, yeah, like if you don't like it, cool. I'll find someone who does and maybe you maybe you don't. Um, yeah. There, there is a yeah. point where like, maybe your work actually is bad. <laughs> right. And like, totally. You aren't good at what you do right. and maybe you should just do something else yeah. or maybe you just need to buckle down and work and get better at what you're doing. Yeah. But, um, at a certain level, it just like, those things become not yeah. existent. There's yeah. other things. Yeah. 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 No, totally. And that's the thing about photo, like in like, I do a ton of mentorships for people and like do teaching and all that. And it's like, sometimes you get someone and I'm really honest and like, they'll show you your work. And I'm like, I don't think that you like, listen, you can keep going, but if you want my opinion, I don't think that this is who you are. I think this is who maybe like, um, you have this vision or fantasy about doing, but it's not really like your thing. Like I'm telling you, there's, there's things I can see in you that are better than this. Like it's all photo related. So I'm like, I don't think photos your thing because it's subjective but like there is still good and bad work and there's work you'll get hired for and there's work that's just for you because you like it and maybe no one else does <laughs> and that's fine. But like, just know that maybe you won't build a career out of it like that. And that's okay. So what, uh, I mean, like if, if you were talking to somebody new, it's like getting into freelancing, be it wedding stuff or just like anything in general, like what yeah. are just like a few like tips that you would give them? These days, um, for photo especially, I think it's changing a lot. Um, the wedding scene is a highly, I mean, it's, there's a lot of folks that are wedding photographers. So I think the biggest thing that I say is um, you need to really like hone in on not even so much like the photo portion of it's great, but these days in terms of weddings, like it all looks the same, right? So you need to like hone in on like your customer service, your personality, um, and just think about like ways that you can enhance like your couples, like lives. You know what I'm saying? Think about ways you can enhance the experience, add experience, value. add value. Yes. Because these days, I mean, unless you're doing just some mind blowing stuff, the work is the work. And it's like, um, you know, it, it's all very similar and it's all very similar looking. And so experiences, your personality, those are things that like no one else can like take from you. Like, right. That's you. And, and ultimately that's the stuff that people are going to refer you for. I mean, yeah. how many times do you get people coming up to you at a wedding or after a wedding telling you how great of a job you've done and they haven't seen a single image that you've shot? It's the funniest thing in the world. It really For is. all they know, yeah. you haven't yeah. even turned the camera on all night. No. I'm like, oh, I haven't taken any photos. How do you know? Like, like I, I, We just know. <laughs> I don't shoot weddings anymore, but yeah. I used to. And I would get people up coming up to me all the time going, you guys did such a great job tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I think that just speaks volumes to how much the experience somebody has working with you. How you made plays, them feel. How you made them feel. Yeah. Um, now, the work you do is very is important. <laughs> yeah. It has and to like back up that good. as yeah, well. Like it yeah. needs to, they go hand in hand. But like yeah. experience and, and the way you treat people in relationships. Like Yeah. I feel like too advice-wise, I, I kind of like, before I give too much advice, because these days I think it's all very – it's just different and like it flows so differently too. Like I kind of want to know a bit about them and who they are. Cause like you can be great at photography and if you are amazing at photography, let's say you're amazing at moments or whatever, 
then you can get away with a lot less personality because your work is right. what your work is. Right. And vice versa, if, if your work is not great, but you have a personality and people love you, you can also go that, that route. So like know your strengths, know what's what. And if you don't, find someone that you can like, that'll help you like build that out. Because once you know that stuff and more about yourself, then you'll be able to take that whole thing and make it into something that like is fulfilling and feels good and is right. Otherwise, you'll just be kind of like spinning your reels and feeling pressure about stuff that's not really, because it's not who you are. Right. Just yeah. the, there's there's like a million things you can do. I think I get, I, I have gotten caught up a lot in like trying to play out every scenario and like every option that I have and then trying to choose from that and, and trying to like test all these different areas out. And then, yeah. and then really it like it just creates decision paralysis and and really the question I should be asking myself is what's the like least amount of things I need to like get to what I'm trying to get to yeah and to like be happy and and feel fulfilled and do what I love and work with cool people yeah less, well, that's the that hard like part less, though right oh like, yeah it's really hard it's taken me I mean I've been full-time freelance for f- almost five years four and a half years but even before that like I've been doing creative stuff my whole life and for the last almost 10 years probably seven eight years have been like slowly trying to like hone in on stuff and like yeah. saying no to things um and it's just been like a process of elimination yeah yeah i feel like too though like that like learning new things and wanting to try new things is good you have to have that but it's like try to find a way to have that like in your down season <laughs> you know what i'm saying otherwise well, yeah otherwise you'll get nothing done but or it's like, or like if you're trying new things go deeper instead of wider. Sure. So yeah. like if you're doing like photography instead of trying to do video or music or like design, try to like narrow in and like go deeper into photography. Sure. Cause I feel like the more I delve into like photo and video production, the more, the better I get at it, the more I'm aware of all the details. Yeah. And that, like, I still have so much to learn and so much room for growth that I'm like, oh, my gosh, if there's this much to focus on and, like, to learn and to worry about in this, like, one field, how in the world could I be, like, really good at something? Yeah. Or or really, 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 really good at, like, a lot of things. And it's, like, it's why the people that are, like, the best at something, like, they just do that one thing. Specialize. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of the thing, too, is it's, like, you know, they say, like, do what you love, focus on that, you know, and then outsource the rest. That's hard if you're just starting off, right? Because it takes <laughs> yes. money, you know, and it takes money to hire the people and all of that. So it's kind of like you become, when you first, you become kind of this just like jack of all, right? You do everything, you know, and all of that. And then eventually just try to as fast as possible get out of that to where like you're doing, like spending your time on things that are going to like reap you the most benefit, whatever that is. If it's your personality, if it's your business, whatever, do those things. And then farm the rest out so do you else. do you have other people that work for you currently <clears throat> no i or don't like interns or anything like that have no it's you? been just me okay this whole time which has been fun because i'm also perfectionist slash like <laughs> hands-on with it but having worked through christmas eve and christmas day this year uh this year we have some plans to bring on some employees like an editor um bring on a social media manager things like that like I hate those things. I love editing, but like a wedding is such a large body of work. It takes so much time. So uh, the goal is to bring on a few folks, have them work for us, do some stuff like that. That way I can do free to do other things. So many other things. Yeah. 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 Um, 
so let's I'll kind of I'm interested to see how you handle like marketing th- stuff and like taxes and and legal yeah. <clears throat> stuff the legal things like business uncle. filing and structuring yeah. Yeah. things yes so man that is business like i think everyone should spend as much time learning about a small business as you can reading like be as passionate about business as you are about photography or whatever it is be even more passionate if about you're it, gonna probably. be a freelancer get in the business yes like you have to do the business side of things talk to people it's ask business. questions i mean unless you're just like make it and you have like you know like you just strictly take photos and you have like a business manager but that's not many people um so yeah do that and then i say that for me like i have now i have a bookkeeper um she's great she takes care of all of that because i'm the worst at that stuff like the literal worst so i've had her she's been with me for about a year now um it saved my life um uh business wise tax wise it's all really confusing. So it's like, you're better off, you're better off hiring someone for that stuff. I know it takes money, but like, um, in the end, you'll end up saving money. I feel like by hiring a bookkeeper or hiring someone to do your taxes, CPAs, things like that. Um, especially if you're growing, especially if you're making lots of money, there's different options. You can, you know, file as S corp, all of that. That'll save you quite a bit. Um, and then in terms of, what was it? It was taxes and... Was it just like marketing or advertising. Marketing, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. I mean, um, Gary Vee preaches it. He just says, there's a, put your money in it, all of yep. it there. Um, Tell your story. Yeah, put it out there. Uh, and so I think those are great medians, but I think too, though, um, that's a great catch-all, and you can be very specific and spend some money and get a lot of traction for that stuff. But I feel like the biggest returns are going to come from especially if you're trying to create a boutique experience and get to know people and all that. Like you can go to like find people in your town or from different, wherever it's at. Like if there's people you can work with in West coast, East coast, whatever, find people and reach out to them and connect with them, whatever. And just find ways to like, you know, say, Hey, listen, like, I love your stuff. I want to work with you, whatever, do that. I think, I think that's the best way, especially for weddings, because, um, at the top, the main thing there is going to be wedding planners. Like that's, that's your end. Um, that's your end and it's amazing and they're great to work with and all that. But find those people, reach out. And then, you know, honestly, SEO, like research that stuff. Google's great. Like get in there. Um, the business, like I used to hate it and now it's probably my most favorite side. I spend um, a lot of time researching a lot of that stuff now trying to get better at it and learn more about it. Um, but yeah, get into Google. I mean, just and get weird with it. Yeah. So what is like, <laughs> I, what are your like top three or top five or top few like or like channels of marketing that you find most effective whether it's like word of mouth search engine mm-hmm. seo search engine optimization yeah. facebook instagram ads um whatever else yeah email marketing yeah so for what i do which is very wedding specific right now um blogs were a great source now they're just so saturated, it's not that amazing. Like so, wedding blogs? Wedding like, blogs, like, so like, like, yeah. like submitting to wedding blogs. Yes, okay. submitting, having them featured. Featured's great. Um, you can get lots. It's Your clients love it. If your wedding's up there, everyone is into it. Um, you can get some traffic from that. Um, certain ones are better than others, but it's kind of waned away a bit from that, and I feel like the biggest thing you're going to do, like most of my clients find me on Instagram um, from hashtags or from locations that I've tagged or just featured page, but Instagram has been... These days, it's my number one source of inquiries, Instagram. That's pretty awesome. It's great. 
Yeah, I mean, people follow me from all over the world on Instagram, and it's That's amazing. Because yeah. I've not had that experience with my stuff, but that yeah. just kind of goes to show how, like, a lot of that stuff will vary depending on yes. industry and what you're doing right. tremendously. Right. For weddings especially, like, hashtags and things like that, people, I mean, like, brides pop on there. Pinterest is also... Pinterest is probably my number two. I don't use it as much as I should, but, like, that is, like, brides beloved in Pinterest. <laughs> Do you uh, do you actually put media dollars behind any like ads or anything on any of these I platforms? Or it's just organic. This year we are we're launching um, a business together with my brother, so it's going to be the two of us. He's doing wedding films. I'm doing photos still. It's called the Brothers Martins. Um, and so with that, we're going to because we're starting from scratch on Instagram with that. So we're going to put some money in there to advertise and build that up and get back out there. Um, but my page, I have a lot. I have a lot of followers, um, mostly photographers. Um, which again, like that's who I was geared to, whether I knew it or not, I didn't know what I was doing about it, but it was like, it's mostly photographers. And so, which is nice and great. And I get lots of likes and high fives and pats in the back, but, and I book some, I book a lot of creatives weddings, but again, that's not my end all be all whatever. So it's like this new account's to be much more focused on like, I don't really care about Epic. I care about meaningful to the bride and the groom and people that want to book. So it's just a massive perception change, but, um, Facebook and then Instagram will be putting a lot of money into that this year to kind of see what's going to happen there. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what else do you want to talk about? What do you think we have? <clears throat> Man, I mean, huh. Um, I think that in terms of business and in terms of, um, I think figuring out yourself and who you are, which sounds kind of like everyone says like know yourself, whatever, but like spending a lot of time in different ways, reading, journaling, um, getting yourself centered as a human being will only take your business to the next level because like if you're in a healthy place, everything from inside is going to flow out. Like, so for photographers and videographers and creatives, kind of like what you create is how you see the world. You know what I'm saying? So if you're seeing the world from kind of like, um, a tough place, it's hard to like, like that'll show. Right. And so I think like, not, not that that's bad, but it's just kind of like, um, spending time on you, finding time to like learn and educate yourself. Um, that's been my biggest kick this year was to find time for myself to educate. I'm like, I just like one day I was just like, I'm so busy. I'm not learning anything. Like I'm just like making these repetitions over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Like you just yeah. get in a cycle and it just keeps going and you're like, what am I doing? I'm doing like, nothing. I'm, like I... things are good and things are moving, but like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, like what for? Right. What is this? And so I think that educating yourself, and so um, uh, like I'm creating a morning routine. So most yeah, of us, I've been doing that the last few months. It's yeah, nice, dude. It's nice, like right? A little checklist. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your what's your morning routine like? Tell us. About uh, it. Well, so it's changed since I got my new. I got a new puppy a few weeks ago. It's changed because what's your puppy's name? Sai. Nice. And nice. I have an, another dog named Gwen. You can't see Sai, but Sai's right down there. Right yes. down there. He's he's chewing on a bone right now under yeah. the table. But so. So I, the first thing I do in the morning now is take them outside. Um, cause he has to use the restroom a lot more often than Gwen does. She's a few yeah. years older, but before I got him, I would probably wait an hour or so before I took her out. And I had a little like routine that I would go through where I had like, there's a couple of like email newsletters that I'm subscribed to kind of like meditation type emails contemplative stuff that I would like read first thing in the morning just to kind of like get my mind in that headspace first thing and then would typically like get up grab some water use the restroom kind of just try to just start 
moving for the day, yeah. get waking up, uh, and then uh, usually make breakfast, which I try to have some like fruits and vegetables and like just like really raw stuff to yeah. like, get the first good stuff in the system. And then I try to do some <clears throat> like I try to spend like ten or fifteen minutes doing some sort of like meditation or prayer or or just kind of reflecting on myself and and working through stuff that I've been dealing with just yeah. to kind of like build myself up and and because uh, I've been I've been coming out of a really dark place the last couple of years yeah and so having this like routine has been really nice um, but I mean basically I would do that and spend like a couple hours where I had like the whole morning was like a couple hours long of like just kind of getting going like I'd stretch out um, I've been working on learning Spanish using nice. the yeah. Duolingo app so I would yeah. like sit for like 15 or 20 minutes and and I'll like roll through that first thing in the morning, try to like read a little bit. Uh, like I've been reading a uh, four hour work week, work yeah. week recently. Um, usually try to be reading uh, at least one business, like marketing psychology type book. Yeah. Book. yeah. Um, and then also I've been trying to read like one or two like religious or spiritual type books. Yeah. Kind of sacred texts or whatever. Um, yeah. It's been great, man. Yeah. Yeah. What time do you wake up? Is it kind of the same? So it's typically the same. It's usually yeah. between seven and eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, at the latest, I'll set my alarm for eight a.m. Yeah. Like that's sleeping in. If I could like have my preference, I think I would probably go to, like, ultimately, I'd like to be able to be going to bed, like starting to wind down around nine or nine thirty, yeah. and in bed by ten or ten thirty, and up out of bed no later than like six a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that way I have like, I can spend like a little time getting going, get ready, like sun's up. You don't feel guilty. No, dude. Because <laughs> it's like, so, so early. It's great. It's like, yeah. I love getting up early in the morning and getting going. It feels yeah. so good. And then especially if you can get going quick, like, you know, earlier in the morning and, and then like by the time you get done doing half your stuff, it's like noon. Yeah. And you're like, it's like two or three o'clock and you're like, wow, I have like yeah. so much time left in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Mine starts at about 5.30, so, like, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I would love yeah. to. I just haven't gotten to that point yet, partially, because some of the stuff I like to do and the people I like to hang out with runs it later into the night. Yeah. And But that's the thing, too, though. Like, it's not like it, you have to find, like, what your morning is yeah, and what feels good to you. That's right. Yeah. Because, like, I, like, start working at 7. So from 7 to noon is 5 hours. And once I realized that was 5 hours, I was like, this is great. By lunchtime, I've worked five hours. Yes. I can work two, three more hours. And I can be done. Yes, I'm not because I'm a perfectionist, so I work a lot longer. <laughs> but I could be done and it'd be great, you know. And so I think finding a morning routine is great. Like becoming like the whole idea of being um, of working for yourself um, is great. It sounds great, and then you realize that you still have to have structure. You still have yep. to structure things because. Um, otherwise, you know, like, yeah, you, you just kind of free flow and maybe that works. But like, if you want to like hustle and get things done, you kind of have to build. It only works for that. so long. Right. There has to be. <laughs> I mean, it's great for a long time. Like, you oh, have to treat amazing. it like a business. There's yeah. no business that runs and sustains that doesn't have structure. Right. Yeah. It's like trying to build a house with no. Yeah. No form, no, no, no solid anything. It just doesn't work. There's a few great books about this stuff that I like kind of built my morning around. And one of them is The Artist's Way. Um, and so it's kind of like has you like doing like artist states, read it. It's amazing. It's just kind of like about like helping you to kind of come into a creative space and zone, um, in the mornings too. And then also miracle morning, um, both like 
they're really great, easy reads, but like I built my morning kind of around that. Okay. So, um, we'll uh, find those and uh, put links to them in the yeah. show notes. There's one more book too, and I always forget the name of it, but we'll add that. I'll let you yeah, know what that well, is. Yeah, whatever that other one is, will be in the show notes, vacacy.com slash freelance Friday. And uh, like 15 second, 20 second takeaway. Nice. Yeah. What is, what is, oh, for me to y'all. I think that I would say, um, you know, just get to know yourself. That I think is the key. Get to know yourself, get to a healthy place, um, educate, hustle. um, But at the end, like enjoy what you're doing. Like ultimately enjoy what you're doing. Like know why you're doing it. Um, Spend a lot of time on the why for no matter, like for everything. I agree. Where can people find you online? Um, Instagram, of course. Uh, Instagram is Bradford Martins. Um, and then our new handle is the brothers Martins. Um, and then Facebook's the same, um, websites the same. Um, if you have questions, shoot me an email on this stuff. I mean, I'd love to help out with anything. If you guys have, um, questions about stuff, how to do it, how to not do it. I know lots of how to not do's as well too. Yeah. Been Been in it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, uh, have all that stuff down in the show notes. Cool vacacy.com slash freelance Friday. Thanks so much for coming on. Love it. Yep. Um, thanks so much. Don't forget to follow on social media. And uh, if you found this, sh- this episode or any of the show helpful, if you'll please help others uh, learn more and find out about the show by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. Leave me a really good one Stitcher, on the show Wherever you found this, yes, leave Bradford a good review. Really good one. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Freelance Friday is a Vacacy production. Vacacy is a full-service video production company based in Dallas, Texas. Vacacy, big video production value, freelance agility and scale.